I'm Sarah. And I'm Justine. And you're listening to Coast to Coast Cocktails. Cheers! Hi, guys! We're here! Yay! Finally! I'm so excited to talk about this. I know. We haven't recorded in, well, we did a, um, um, we did a impromptu after hours hours that we haven't i have to edit so we can release it yes but it's been like so much longer than it usually is so i was like having justine withdrawals so we went to go hang out and we were both kind of depressed and then we went to hang out and then we recorded it and that's our after hours but we were both so happy (laughs) afterwards so very very happy it was really fun um and i'm sure we'll discuss what we talked about uh in this episode but we're talking about my pick which is one of my favorite movies of all time train wreck um the Ooh. amy schumer movie that she wrote and starred in huge fan um, personally i'm a huge fan um this is such an amazing movie it's so funny there's so many reasons why i love it um and i'll talk about them as we go just because there's so many let us count the ways honestly like it's gonna be a long one guys so i have so many fun facts this might be like a four-parter honestly i was just gonna say there's no way in which this is just one full episode so if that actually happened i don't know something we might be broken um we'll see let us we'll see what happens so the movie is Basically, it's like semi-autobiographical, if that's a word, of uh, Amy. Sh- uh, thank you, autobiographical no of Amy, Sh- of Amy Schumer's life. She's like in her thirties, living in New York City. Um, obviously, she was never like a a writer like she is in the thing, but you know. And um, there's a there's a oh well she's a writer i mean she's she's a she's a comic but basically the whole thing is like in real life her dad in the movie has ms and in real life her dad actually has ms Mm. and there was there's like little things anyways it's amy schumer it's all amy schumer this was when she was at the height of her career right um it's just a really funny movie and even like a lot of guys I know that don't even like her anything they think the movie is incredible because there's so many athletes in it and um just so much sports references and stuff that it's it's definitely a movie that uh like couples or both you know what I mean like anyone can enjoy it's not a chick flick and it's not a guy's movie I definitely agree I mean, it, it it's an homage to a chick flick like it follows the timing and the pacing mm-hmm. And, you know, and she pokes fun at those things, obviously, like, she'll be like, God, whenever this love montage is over, you know, with the voiceover and that kind of thing, but it's not Mm -hmm. super annoying. It's not overly done, but it doesn't land cheesy because you know, if this is an atypical love story, I mean, you know, because obviously there's a love story. Sorry, men fall in love too. all Mm -hmm. genders or non genders at least have the capacity to fall in love you know i mean in ge- speaking generally <laughs> like yeah I, some there i suppose there are some incels out there but you know so, I, well i just wanted to say before you went on real quick it's funny that you mentioned guys not liking her because i was just talking to matilda earlier and i just mentioned we were recording this and they mm-hmm. said they said you know i'm not a huge fan of amy schumer or like amy schumer's not my favorite but I don't ever want people to think, or I, it's not be, for the reasons that like toxic men hate her, you know, 
they were like, I have no problem with her being a successful woman. They're just like, she's not always my comedy. And I guess they didn't enjoy, um, what was that movie called? The most recent one, the the rom-com one. I feel pretty. I feel pretty. Yeah. And uh, I was like, that's cool. Like, you don't, I don't think you're a hater just because it's not like your style. However, Matilda has not seen this movie. And so I have held myself to the standard of we not only podcast the shit out of it, right? To change their mind, but mm-hmm. we also, I also had to pull like good clips. But my man, Mike Birbiglia, is in this movie among a bajillion other funny people. So not hard to do. Even LeBron James is hilarious. LeBron James is one of my, well, first of all, <laughs> we'll get into it. He's definitely oh, one of yeah. my favorite parts. Um, so before we're definitely going to get into it, we both actually picked our own theme drink that we'll talk about really quick, but I'm going to have a lot of like fun anecdotes and stuff um, about this movie as we go. So Happy just to warning hear you guys, them. it's definitely going to be a be, long episode. Is it going to be about how whoever is Canadian <laughs> or is it just like anecdotes? Excuse me about when you watched it. Uh, I don't. I don't oh, know because my notes are very long. Like, I don't. She said you had behind the scenes stuff and stuff like that. Sorry. Yeah, like trivia stuff like that. So the first I thing that. I want to say really quick before we get to our drinks is that this is a Judd Apatow directed movie, and it was the very first movie that he directed that he didn't write himself. Which is like... so. Um, that's a huge deal. Um, and you, after you know it's Judd Apatow, you can definitely see it in the movie. Oh, yeah, buddy comedy for sure. Um, I, th- I guess the next one would be King of Staten Island. I don't know because I know he directed that. I, I know that. Pete Davidson co-wrote it. I'm we're definitely. It's the same as this, like the same no, vibe, the same heartwarming feeling. You'd love it. Anyways, I mean, you know how I feel about Staten Island, but we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, we will. And the other <laughs> thing about this movie is um, it's also the first movie that Judd Apatow did that was not featuring his wife, Leslie Mann. That is a really good so point. This is I a didn't huge even think deal. About that. I didn't even think about that. Well, weren't they for a moment having marital troubles? I wonder if that overlapped. Or if Amy was just like, this is my vehicle. It's not Leslie's vehicle. I love Leslie. I don't know. I can't really imagine Amy not wanting Leslie in the film. I don't think it was a personal thing. I no. think it was just that but there she's was... been in all of his movies and yeah. she she's she's fucking incredible. She's hysterical. She's amazing. I'm just, I love I'm just her, curious. Like but... they've they've spoken openly about having like a couple years in their marriage that I think they separated and got back together but like they worked shit out they'd been married for a really long time I can't even imagine and both of their daughters are so fucking talented too oh I love both of them are incredible but they're they're so they're also in the industry it must be really hard to balance things so I was just wondering like maybe they consciously made an effort or a choice to be like let's work professionally apart for a minute that would be pretty keen, I think, of any professional actor. Who knows? Ever. But it, I, I just thought that those were significant. I'm just, re- uh, I'm just writing a big deal, the backstory. You know? <laughs> I'm just creating backstory. So, um, wait, 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 wait. drum wanna... roll. Justine did a themed drink. Everybody, Justine did a themed drink. Everybody, damn it, I didn't pull a drum roll, but it's okay. You can edit one. In. I just did. Um, so. Okay, so what I have, I was, I knew I was gonna get wine because that's like pretty much all Amy drinks in this movie. Yeah, baby. By the way, one of the reasons I like love this movie is because I see like I'm so similar to her in this movie. We'll Obviously, I'm it. different from her, but like 
<laughs> we'll I'm get her, to just it. like the white wine in the hand 24 seven. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I knew I was going to get a white wine um, for obvious reasons. It's my favorite alcohol, obviously. So I found this one. It's boxed wine. Yay! Because when she, my favorite scene when her and John Cena are in the movie theater and he's like, is that wine in a box? She's like, yeah. So I got that. I have the clip. I love it's, that. It's also like the same like teeny it's type a tetra of box. Pack. It's a tetra It's not pack. like a big box of wine. No, it's like a little. No, Justine is a baller. She's got the tetra pack, guys. You know, you see like the boxed water, the coconut water in these yeah. things. No, it's, it's not like just that. for that. It's this is for wine. And I love you. And I love this. And guess what? And double wh- wait, wait, double whammy. And what? the brand the brand the winery oh. whatever it is is called naked grape yeah. and we see john cena naked which is also one of my favorite parts of the movie so double whammy his, we don't see his grapes but you we see, see everything, everything ex- else you say, dude isn't <laughs> we'll get to it but damn, we will get one of my to favorite it. parts of the i didn't movie. even bother so gonna, pulling, i didn't even bother pulling that clip because i know you're gonna quote it word for word <laughs> yep wait 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 check so it. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm cracking this open, crack and open i'm gonna pour it while open. you while you show me yours well, Justine, we're birds of a feather, except I'm a psycho. <laughs> except this bitch got an actual box of wine. Well, why not? It saves money. And this is a pretty good one. I got a giant box of Chardonnay. I know not everybody loves a Chardonnay. This is not oaky or buttery or like get it off my tongue like a dog with peanut butter. This is uh, light and bright. Tastes more like a soft Blanc because it's it's uh, made in steel. Um, but not only is it boxed wine, which, yes, I have taken to the movies. Thank you very much. Um, I mean, at least it doesn't make noise and it can't break. No glass. Right. Um, I've also taken those little. Oh, I could have gotten those little plastic mini bottles, but nah. But anyways, this one um, it actually tastes pretty good. Also, Naked Grape is a is we have that here, too. And that's that's a that's a solid wine. Um, but I like this one because it has really cheesy, like, mom wine sayings on it. And it, so it says, hand over the wine and nobody gets hurt. And uh, uh, if there's no wine in heaven, I'm not going. That kind of crap. <laughs> so <laughs> very excited about it. And woohoo! High five for being on the same page. I'm sorry. I'm still in preschool mode. I'm high-fiving you when I can hear you. <laughs> Cheers, my lady. I was going to say um, my love and my dear. And so I ended up saying my lady because that's normal this is good (laughs) i know my face looked like it wasn't good but it's good no you just Um, look confused either at me or at the wine or both (laughs) i think there's just too much happening at once and justine was like i'm sorry yeah um, i'm just gonna fucking drink sensory overload um okay i don't know this is what i wanted to say you said you brought wine to the movies first of all i remember when i was like at my point where I was drinking like every single day. Yeah, this like, was not, not, not this not, wasn't a good point in my life, guys. This isn't not, yesterday. No, it wasn't. <laughs> this, was a while this wasn't back. like when it was at the dark point. This was when I was just like partying a lot. Yeah, but I remember same. Yeah. When I, I remember was I was like I was like gonna go out or something. I forget, but I had already started drinking and then my plans got canceled and then my friend was like oh come to the movies with like her and her boyfriend. And we mm. actually saw the movie that awkward moment. Oh, never mind. It wasn't you. I was talking about that one. Oh, I'm like, I want to be in it, but I don't know. Um. So, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> now, 
so anyways so we funny. saw it's like you're telling a story about you being the third wheel and you just managed to make me and then i the know wheel. i'm so sorry i feel like such a <laughs> I day don't, i honestly don't care i do that all the time <laughs> i do it to kyler too i had it on my i had like this actor on my brain anyways that's cool you podcast with a lot of people i get it you're you're good don't worry anyways the point of the story was that i brought gin and sprite like mixed in a water bottle oh, together God. to the movie and then okay so my my girlfriend that i went with like she was like she was in the middle and i was on one side of her and then her boyfriend was on the other side of her yeah one and we were like watching the movie and it was cool and i was just sipping on my water bottle like nothing and for some reason like he got so mad he like leaned over her and he's like god justine i can smell that from over here whoa and I was like, whoa. And like that always made me feel like so self-conscious about yeah, like, trying to sneak alcohol so around. So aggressive. People. What did he now I always think that people know. Did you guys have a beef or something? Or is he just No, me and him were cool. Like we liked each other. Like we never got into any fights. Like we always laughed, had a good time. He mm. just thought I was crazy. <laughs> well, some guys are just Which I like am. that. Again, relating to this movie with Amy Schumer, you know, and her attitude. Um, before we get into it, I just want to let you know I have the clip of the very first scene, and I wanted to know if you want me to play it or if you'd like to talk about it, and then I insert it. Or what do you think? I think it's the perfect clip to start out with. TV yeah, age. baby. Okay. Uh, all your feedback by BT Dubs. Everybody out there that has been giving me positive feedback, us positive feedback, I love you so much. And I've been getting, speaking of Julie, who we keep talking about, hi, Julie, talk to you soon. Um, she, uh, from Resting Bitch Face Pod, um, was just telling me one of her favorite things about our shows and my show was the clips. And I was like, oh, I'm so self-conscious about my clips. And that wasn't meant to be a, like a play on words. So. <laughs> Um, but anyway, uh, it's just after you screen share, you need to exit. I'm going to exit. I'm going to play the clip. Um, so this is the beginning of the movie. It's the setup, essentially. And all you really need to know is this is, uh, you know, like 30 years earlier and 23 years, 20, sorry, 23 years earlier. And the two children are Amy and her sister, Kim, as children obviously and the man talking is their father and here we here we go kyler and i were kyler and i were looking up old mario sound effects last night and comparing them to how i talk to the cats because <laughs> <laughs> i go all the time and he's like that reminds me of mario 64. okay anyway here's the clip girls your mother and i are getting divorced don't cry i know you're upset I know you're confused. I don't know what your mother told you, but let me explain it from my side in terms you can understand. You got your doll, right? You got your doll there. Yeah. You got your doll. You like your doll, right? Yes. You love your doll. Yeah. Yes. You love the doll. But what if I told you that was the only doll you were allowed to play with the rest of your life? How would you feel? Sad. You'd feel sad. Of course, because there's a lot of other dolls on your shelves. And if you play with the other dolls, you can't have that doll anymore. Even though that doll doesn't really want to play with you at this point. You're both living a lie. There's other dolls you like, and they're making new dolls every year. You want a stewardess doll? Yeah. yeah. What about a slightly overweight cocktail waitress doll? 
Yeah. What about a doll? <laughs> best friends with your main doll? Yeah. yeah. It could happen, right? Yeah. What about a doll you only play with one day and never see again? Yeah. What about a doll where your friend's playing with a doll and he needs you to, you know, kind of man up with the other doll? You don't even want to play with that doll. <laughs> you do it because your friend's playing with that doll. You don't want to sit there and leave the other doll unattended. Yeah. So that's why me and mom are getting divorced. Incredible. I can't hear you. Solid opening. Yes. And then we get the um, 23 years later. Gotcha, and gotcha. we see Amy hooking up with a guy, just kissing him. They're taking off each other's clothes. She's like, I like never do this. Like, I, I swear <laughs> I don't. I'm like really shy. And then I absolutely love. So she's like laying in the bed and we see you know like the perfect camera angle from her mm. laying on the bed and from behind the guy and he drops his pants and she just goes shit that's your dick i know like, too big your dick doesn't end why doesn't your dick end have you ever fucked somebody <laughs> before did, where is where she is buried i <laughs> know <laughs> she's like basically doing a set from bed drunk like just like a like a bunch of audience work <laughs> Honestly, this whole entire movie is a stand-up set. It is. That's why. It, that's, that's part of is. why it's great. And I wonder. I, I, again, I just like to think about like how much of these things are scripted. Parts that she and specifically she and Bill Hader are a part of. How much of mm -hmm. that is scripted, and how much they allow for you know changing things. Mm -hmm. So she does this really funny thing where she like pushes the guy's head down, and she's like, "I'm so shy. Like you should probably like." do this so I feel more comfortable so then he like goes down on her and then she just like comes mm. and pretends to fall asleep She's after like, <laughs> and as he's like trying to baby it's my turn it's my turn she starts snoring louder yeah and she just pretends to be asleep and then he finally gives up and then you see like her eyes open for a split second and smile it's just a really like endearing scene I love it pleased with herself yes and then we get her little voiceover. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, she's basically like, hi, my name's Amy. And um, don't judge yeah. me, fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> talking about, well, and then talking about, excuse me, what is my issue? Um, talking about her lifestyle and like how she, you know, has a great job and she, has a cool family cool fam cool friends and she's kind of dating someone but it's not this guy and we just see scenes of her hooking up with many guys and then her one rule is you know never let them spend the night and then we get and then <laughs> i love that that montage though because it's like i assume mostly comedians and then the last one is i forget his name but it's a comedian that she works with a lot that's like very very openly gay and he's like i guess i do like pussy <laughs> she's like yeah it's like yeah. all these guys leaving her apartment so there's a fun fact about this scene Ooh. is that judd apatow wanted to show it in a different perspective he wanted to show it like from the um, dude from the dude no 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 from oh. amy's point of view so oh. that we see her like laying in bed with the guy over them oh. and then we see it going on but amy didn't like that idea because she thought it would make her look too slutty and a right. little less like a little less relatable than it's what less, this character is there's the, there's an art to being suggestive right 
It's like there's moments in this movie that are fully nude, which we'll get to. But those stand out even more because it's not just like butts, butts, balls, balls, butts, balls, all movie. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Not that we see any balls, but, you know, just figure speech. (laughs) Yeah. So Amy goes on to tell us that she has like this great job. Her apartment's sick. She loves her friends and her family. And she's sort of dating somebody. It's really funny because she there's like we see her making out. She's like, he's not him. Yeah. He's him. And then, of course, it's John Cena, who yeah, baby. obviously we all know I'm a huge wrestling stan. And John Cena is the best part of this movie, in my John opinion. John Cena, John Cena just his barely, scenes make the movie. He just barely meets Justine's standards as far as bodybuilders go. So <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and there's actually a reason why she wanted John Cena to be in the movie um as her boyfriend and that is because she actually did date a wwe superstar dolph ziggler in real life um dolph ziggler is very attractive um he's been in the wwe for like 20 years he's actually wrestled the third most matches out of any wwe superstar but anyways he does comedy on the side um he does stand-up comedy and i think they met in the comedy scene and um, they didn't date for too long. It was like a little fling, but she did like a couple of radio interviews talking about him and stuff. And uh, so basically her her having John Cena there was kind of like an homage to mm-hmm. that, that she dated this like totally what out of her league physically guy, you know, uh, who's like this over the top muscular dude. So it's kind of like an homage to that. I don't even, so. I don't even think it's that he's out of her league it's that their lifestyles are so radically different because yeah if you're a a bodybuilder you're all about like taking pride in your body and like spending that's that's what i meant by that i didn't mean that like i understand no i know you love her i know what you think i know what you believe but i know i i think even in society's standards like like they may not even think that it would just it's just typically those two types of people Exactly. Would not be together. Yeah, we're making the same point. I'm just elaborating. Yeah. Um, but also, but also, what a what a compliment to the ex because not only is he so fucking hot, but John Cena's hilarious. He's a really good comedic actor. Like we knew, we know this, but Kai was just talking about Kyler about this. I remember we saw this when we were just just first dating, and he was remembering it really well because it's so funny he's only seen it the one time like five years ago and he said oh man john cena he's so funny you wouldn't expect it and that's why it's funny <laughs> i'm just like yep no exactly yep john he, and the thing with john cena is that mm-hmm. you don't want to like him but when you see him in roles like this and yeah. you know if you like he did daddy's home and right. i know that was a cheesy movie but just his character in that funny. movie or what else did he do uh that tina fey movie uh sisters where he played like the <gasps> yes! drug dealer with all the tattoos oh that's on my list it, girl I when love you that movie. yeah like when you see him in these roles and just how silly he's willing to get for them and like you just yeah. can't help but love him you know well, because you know that because somebody that's doing that is not obsessed with themselves or totally if like not afraid to look silly it's actually really challenging to be silly in front of most people let alone an audience so kudos Mm -hmm. to john 
and uh, they let him yes. shine. They do let him shine in this film. That's for sure. I wish he had a longer role, but at the same time, it was just perfect enough. Oh, you know? it's but it's yeah, it's great. Um, but before we actually get to meet him much, we get to. Do you have anything in between this and um, when she heads into? Oh, yes, of course you do. Sorry. What happens with that guy that went down on her, Justine? Well, she is it the same guy? Yeah. Or was it a, okay? Well, whatever. She when wakes she, up when and she, she wakes up. Yeah. In a bed film. and she looks around and she's like, "There's like a Scarface poster." She's like, "Please don't be a dorm room. Please don't be a dorm room." <laughs> and then she's like, "Where oh, am yeah. I?" And then the guy's like, "You're in Staten Island, sugar." Princess. And then she's like, "She's like, oh my god, are you fucking?" She, she looks me? out the window and sees the Manhattan skylight and goes, "And then it cuts to." One of my favorite songs of all time, Miley Cyrus, Do My Thing. Are you are you excited that I already plan to use this for the closing credits? Really? Yeah. Yes. And then we see her do her walk of shame home. She has to take the Staten Island Ferry and like heels and the shortest little skirt ever. <laughs> she gets to chill That's with, the worst though. With, I like she when she gets you to hang out with all the commuters. House. Yeah. Like whether it's even if it's just your girlfriend and that's all you have to wear home, it's like oh gosh, yeah, I've done that a million times. You park somewhere far away because you didn't want to drive afterwards. You took an Uber where else, but you could drive wherever else, or you walked, you know, you walk back the next morning wearing like a cute dress. When you're drunk, um, you like don't care. You're like whatever, no, I'll do I'll it. Walk, and then when I'll you're like forever. hungover the next day, you're like I want to die. Um, <laughs> Staten Island Ferry though, like you could add everything. Like motion sickness, just the fact that there's a lot of people around you, the wind is annoying, um, tourists are annoying, commuters in New York really hate you, no matter who you are. Um, so anything like this would give them a reason. Sorry. Just oh, New me. Yorkers are assholes. Just my, you know, it's like they're nice assholes. They're nice if you need something or if like you're having a transaction with them that's reasonable, right? But if they don't like what you're doing, it's very clear. But if you're like walking too slow on the street in the middle of Times Square, oh, yeah. like, they will push you. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's, they'll hip check you. There's there's too many people around you at every at any point. When I went to over. New York City, I had such like an eye opener because in Toronto here we have Dundas Square, which they call like um, a small uh Times square whatever but people in toronto are like if you're getting off an elevator and people are coming on it's like you go first no you uh, go first no yeah. you go like no, i hear you i hear you toronto toronto's busy but people are so oh, yeah. caught up with the like are you okay the niceness of it people in toronto aren't dicks like everybody's I was nice thinking about and in new standards. york in new bad. york it's no but in new york it's the same way except opposite like People won't even, like, ask if you're okay. They'll just walk in front and, like, shove you. But, like, I get it because it's New York and they have places to go it's and so, things but it's, to yeah, do, it's you know. It's so impersonal and stressful, like, the whole culture of it. Like, it's glamorized and exciting, but also it's, like, it's the city that never sleeps because it's, like, you don't stop. Like, you don't rest. What The culture there is just so, like, go, go, go or else your ass is grass. Like, it's stressful. At least that's how I felt or how yeah. i found it it um, would be cool to live there if like well first of all if covid never happened um but it'd be cool to live there if you had like a shit ton of money but yeah. you didn't have to work yeah, you know what you, i mean like you if were you like, were if you were just like, like won the lottery or like yeah um, some shit like that but to go there and like work you're right like it's one just go yeah. go go 
it's our school or anything one one little one small note uh this the staten island ferry i you were talking about this scene on one of your episodes and i'm gonna be annoying and you were like talking about you guys uh, it was colin you guys were talking about how she would have been um surrounded by tourists on the ferry and i just have to say it was 7 30 in the a.m on a weekday so those would have all been commuters and they would have been more annoyed with her than any tourists. A tourist would be like, oh, look, mom, <laughs> there's a Times Square lady on the boat. But, I'll uh, never forget. Like, people from New York hate tourists. Like, yeah. I'll never forget. I hate tourists, and I'm not even from there. But going to Times Square was annoying. Times Square was annoying, which is not an original thought. Everybody. Okay, so when I went to New York City, I went there when I was, like, modeling with my agent. Like, he brought some Whoa. of us. And whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't know that. It's it's not as crazy as it sounds. No, but I have a song I want to play now. Um, But he wanted to, like, take pictures of me and, like, the other girls that he brought and stuff, right? So uh-huh. we did, like, a little, like, photo shoot thing downtown, and we took pictures outside of Radio City Music Hall. And I'll never forget, like, we were all just taking a picture and this woman walking by smoking a cigarette stopped and she looked at us and she just goes, fucking tourists, go the fuck home. And, and she okay. just kept walking. Well, she was a little obnoxious. They and would... if that's not New York City, like, I don't know what is. I was like, okay, I understand. I think, yeah, if my, if this isn't New York City moment was when too In home. Toronto, if people are, like, taking pictures out front of, like, the CN Tower or something, you walk by like, and you're you like, you're like, you're like, how you like the sex? Yo, let's go have a beer. Yo, show your own tea dot. Like, I was just going <laughs> to say, my, my nothing more New York than this moment, I think one of many, one of them was um, being on the subway in like a nearly empty car and two different, like, excuse me, different unassociated um, transient men, homeless or whatever, transient, whatever you want to call them, were on this, in this car sitting like right next to each other for some reason and my roommate and I were on this car it was like literally just the four of us and then they were like four seats down and this is like the end of the line because I speaking of Staten Island had to go back to Staten Island so I was taking you know the train back to the ferry station and um it's so it's such a yeah it's a huge pain in the ass actually like it's such a pain in the ass to live in Staten Island like you're not part of the city like they'll say you're part of the city Eh, I mean like Staten Island pride whatever I'm not I'm not saying that but like if you go there you are kind of stuck it's like living at your parents house without having a car is what living in Staten Island is like anyway I digress um the two homeless men got in a fight because one of them farted and the other one insisted that he admit to it (laughs) oh my god it got like a really heated and we had to leave the car. So, um, Justine, quick question. Speaking of trivia, shoot. No, you can see the picture. Okay. Um, it doesn't matter. But audience, do you know what movie this is from? Clueless. <laughs> Anyway, just felt like that was necessary. Clueless. 
Yes, I was going to do that, but then it's like in the picture. So, and I'm stopping sharing now. <gasps> Look at me remembering you, things. You legit should have seen me. I was like rocking I saw, like this. I, I love that kidding? song. I see you every time I share with you. You know I can see you, right? Oh, okay. Well, let's rock it out. <laughs> I was too. I so actually excited. have that entire soundtrack. Like I have the entire soundtrack on my Spotify and I listen to it because it's like that song it's Mighty great. Mighty Boss Stones. There's a lot of really good jams. Rolling with the homies. And that's a classic movie with a lot of uh really we'll random actors. need to cover it. Oh, we will. Okay, so Wait. now we're going to get to Amy's job. Um, we meet her right. friend Nikki, who is oh played God. by, I don't know her name, but she's hilarious. The funny she's redhead that kind of looks like, kind of looks like um, Molly Ringwald. She um, is in Bad Teacher, I forgot. She's hilarious. Later we'll all die, said the gator to the fly. <laughs> she's got that like look on her her face. grin is like this. She's like me. She has gum. She has hella gums when she smiles. So she's like. I <laughs> love it um so basically the scene we just get to meet her quick they go to the bathroom together and they're like oh do you they, they work at a magazine they work at a magazine they're writers at a magazine uh, a men's magazine I have the I have the scene following this that explains the magazine so just yeah okay so they go pee scene. together and this scene's hilarious it's like did you hear johnny depp's coming into the office today yeah um what version of johnny depp would you most like to have sex with and it's so funny that because i feel like every girl has wanted to have this conversation but it's they just don't have the balls and after this movie i've like that's a great question because i've always wanted to ask my friends like would you bang like Edward Scissorhands, Johnny Depp, you know, but it's always so awkward. So, so but so it's the like one girl robot. says like Pirates of the Caribbean and she's like, there's just something about him. Like he looks so beautiful. <laughs> like he almost looks like a woman. And then Amy Schumer's like, no, like he Take looks like almost. a beautiful woman in that <laughs> yeah. movie. Take out the almost. Yeah. Yeah. And then Amy Schumer says she wants to Edward Scissorhands, Johnny Depp. And then the other girl's like, he'd cut you all up though. Yeah. But like, he'd feel so bad about it after that, you know, he'd like never leave you. And also you'd get a pretty sick haircut, but Willy Wonka, Johnny Depp, like, I, and then the other girl's like, yeah, I'd fuck the shit out of Willy Wonka. Good Johnny Depp. So my question to you, obviously, oh. is what Johnny Depp would you most want to fuck? Because I got uh, mine. Oh shit! Well, I'm gonna forget movies. Cry, uh, baby. Hang on, Johnny Depp movies. Um, not Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> um. Oh, I think he looks good in that movie. Well, well, I also don't want to do him and Allison. I'm gonna, I'm gonna honestly say Shakala. Remember that movie, Shakala? Yes. I can't even think. Like, wait. It's like only giving. Oh, list in order. Here we go. Okay, sorry. I thought my mom was mad at me for a second, so I started having like hot chills because I'm what? really codependent. I'm sorry. <laughs> world when i think my mom's mad at me i have a strong reaction and then i talk myself out of it and i'm fine your but, mom's not mad at you well i i know but sometimes she is but she's not but look at crybaby johnny depp like hold on mm, no i want to do that's my, my shit he better not be like 16 or some shit because i'll be very oh upset. no he, he didn't looks get, like he's he didn't get famous 21. until he was in his 20s 
I don't know what I'm talking like that. Um, ooh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. He's pretty hot back then. Finding Neverland. He was kind of a dick, but he was hot. Uh, let's see. Lone Ranger. Nah. Oh my god, Dark Shadows. For sure. I love Dark Shadows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So now we get oh, to Oh, I want to meet... cover that. Okay. Yeah, now we get to meet everybody else in the office to which diana I say, the boss who is, is played by tilda swindon who fun fact was the mom in we need to talk about kevin and ezra miller is in this movie is kevin who played kevin oh it's her baby in another movie and it's Another also movie. funny because i just parodied this movie on my um teen mom patreon episode because i said that one of the teen mom kids was kevin from we need to talk about kevin and i named my episode <laughs> we need to talk about bronx because the kid's <laughs> name is bronx so oh, I, know uh, bronx. I know the bronx dude he shit in Mackenzie's boss's <laughs> garage and he's potty trained and he shit in her oh. garage and she was like having a meeting and she had to bring the kids and that's when he pants? did it no, like he pulled down his pants and shit in the oh, garage like and the producer came out and told her and then she goes and then she cleans it up or whatever and she comes out and her boss is just like sitting there all awkward and she's like, yeah, my son just took a crap in your garage. She didn't even apologize. She's like, he's potty trained, I swear. How it old was is like he? the worst. He's four. Okay. Um, but he bit his teacher and drew blood. Yeah, that seems really intentional because if he were just going to have an accident, he wouldn't have pulled his pants down. No, she like at the end of the episode, she that's like called super, a therapist, yeah, that's like the child therapist. And I mean, the I'm not saying it's his fault. I'm just saying it sounds intentional. The therapist said that like kids will act out if they're going through something because they can't express it. So yeah. they'll go back a phase or two in life. Um, yep. But and then there's a new episode that aired last night that i still have to watch but yeah um yikes okay well like well. her 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 mom died right and her mom was like you know the glue that held the family together and then i thought her she, dad died no her mom died and then she like left her whole family and went to a different state and then just oh. threw the kid in school and like left the kid's dad but then her and the kid's dad are like on and off so oh i'm probably thinking of a different person but it's fine um wow. it doesn't matter teen mom shit um, um well i have the clip of we we meet speaking of where we meet um ezra miller and just kind of the crew at the office and then awesome. we get, get a synopsis of what's going in i don't know why i'm talking like that i'm sorry you know what i'm not sorry except that i am <laughs> sorry what's wrong with me okay volume i have to turn the volume up what's this that's our new intern donald thought we were getting a chick but he's here okay welcome donald welcome to snuff where we are teaching the strong-willed man how to dress think eat fuck do you like the magazine donald oh yeah it's pretty much all i read good answer look this is ours this is ours right we made this what's our demographic every, every fucking one yeah Thank you. You can go now. Oh, yeah, thank you. It's a big opportunity, so... Right. Pitch me. <clears throat> Pitch me hard. Schultz? So, I was thinking of something called the Snuff Guide to Beating Off at Work. Where to do it, how to do it, how not to get caught. 
how to get caught. Makes it more fun. Yeah, I already started the research, guys. <laughs> Bryson? Okay, I got one. You're not gay, she's boring. Good. Yeah. Fantastic, I can see it. Thank you. Okay, I have another to pitch. Maybe a cover, I don't know. Uh, you call those tits? That's good. Yeah. And then maybe like a where are they now piece about uh, the kids Michael Jackson gave settlements to. Good. Yes. I want to know. That's good. Yeah. I play ice hockey with one of them. I'll get an email. Yeah, that's good. Right. So assignments. Schultz, you're on the Ryan Filippi piece. Oh, yes. what? Crash was epic. I was thinking I would take a stab at the Philippi piece. No, 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 Ryan, I tell you, he's in a major funk right now, and he will respond much better to a male who is neither attractive nor masculine. Blam, it's me right here. <laughs> Bryson, I've got a red mark by your name. Yes, okay. I am pitching Dr. Aaron Connors. Uh, he works with some of the Knicks. He's this incredible young sports physician on the rise, and he just created this revolutionary knee insert that cuts recovery time in half. He's about to perform it on Amari Stoudemire. It'll be the first time it's ever been done on a pro athlete. If we get this, we'll have access to the biggest names in sports. LeBron, Durant, Blake Griffin. I've heard of this guy, he did Shaw Ferguson's knee, right? Yes. Yeah, and Meta World Pieces too. Yeah, Thabo Cephalosha owes his whole career to this guy. And his real names. What's that, Amy? Your thoughts? I, I'm sorry, I just, I don't know why we treat these athletes like heroes just because they can skate fast or kick a ball in a net. I just think it's weird. No offense. I just think that sports are stupid and anyone who likes them is just like a lesser person and has a small intellect. Killer, I want you to write the piece. Killer. Amazing, amazing, amazing scene. Pitch me. <laughs> um, first of all, it's funny how Pitch they me say, hard. like, oh, maybe we should do a piece about the kids that Michael Jackson gave settlements to because now there is a documentary about that. I know, I thought of that too. It, Which, it, by the way, I want next. us to cover one day because I remember watching that and I Actually, had a lot didn't, to say. I didn't see it. I, I know about it, but I didn't see it. So, sure, maybe. It's really <laughs> fucking dark and... But it makes you think yeah. so much, like who's who's telling the truth, who's not. But basically, all all I got out of that documentary was that the parents of these kids should go to prison for life. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even see it, and I agree with you. <laughs> um. Uh, anyways, yikes. so that was the work scene. It was really funny um well and it, it leads us into like amy's new situation okay and amy now has to do this article about a sports doctor and pretend she gives a shit about sports and they have this argument about no it'd be better for me no it'd be better for me and they're and um tilda swinton is like no spare for her because um what did she i forgot what she said it's like you know the the controversy she can be controversial it's sexy to be controversial. No, that's not it. Sexy. Uh, to be controversial. And Amy's like, no, like, I seriously can't even stomach sports. Yeah. And Diane is like, no, you're doing it. And then she tells Nikki, the friend, that she has to research whether garlic makes oh your semen God. taste different or not. So, How do I do that? Okay, goodbye. <laughs> and then Diane, Diana tells Amy that she's not punishing her. Um, yeah. But she does... 
Um, she is considering her for a position for executive editor. And Amy oh, says, I... like, thank you. I'd really love to be considered because my dad's house isn't selling. And um, my sister and I just had to put him in a really expensive assisted living facility. It's so expensive, blah, 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 blah. And then Diana's like, basically just brushes her off. She's oh, like, she's is like, this your one woman show right now? Because I, I didn't buy tickets. tickets. Oh, that was good. Do it again. Is this your one woman show right now? Because I ain't got a ticket. That's so good. Um, I when I was ticket. in Mexico, I met a lot of um, English people, like a lot. And Ooh, I wow, drank and hung out with them a lot. And I was like, I got ticket. my drunk ass actually had the audacity to like ask them how good my accent was. <laughs> so I learned like what words I say good and what words I don't. Oh, well, dude, I cool. honestly, England is somewhere I would move I because like the people, coach. the people are so nice. But at the same time, there's no bullshit like there is here. You know what I mean? Like people will just tell you straight how it is. There's no like, I mean, there's a, there's a handful of countries I would be thrilled to move to. <laughs> Most like of them what? are in Europe, um, France, Italy, Spain, England. Um, oh, I would definitely move to like Denmark for sure. It's like really, I think it's probably pretty peaceful there. It's from what I hear. So, the Netherlands oh. maybe. I want to go to England. Talking. Jolly old England. <laughs> um. So basically, we find out that Amy's. <laughs> job is to show donald around who is ezra miller's character and he is going to come around later he's a needy little intern and he's like oh my god about everything yeah he comes up later um, um yeah. now we get now we cut to kim who is amy's sister who, who is, is brie larson by... who is my favorite and she's married to mike barbiglia in this movie who is my real favorite who's he huh <sighs> He's a stand-up comedian slash storyteller. Oh, he He's... plays her husband in the movie? Yes. That okay. plays her husband, not her actual husband. Mike Birbiglia. Oh, okay. A, okay. A different Tom. wife. Yes. Tom, played by Mark Mike Birbiglia, is her husband in the movie. Sorry. Should have been more clear. Okay. But Mike Birbiglia is one of my favorite people on the planet. And I've seen him live in a really tiny venue. And I'm not bragging. I just I'm only saying that because I did. That no, it's made... exciting. I brag about going to stuff. I've made been to me made, made me love him even more. It was so long ago. I took my stupid ex, but I didn't care because I just wanted to see Mike Burbigs. And he was and good. I'm assuming. It was fucking amazing. And that's the same venue that I got to see Jenny Lewis in. Tiny, teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny little place. And I was like up against the stage for both of them. I'm so happy. I love that you go to comedy shows. So. And when Jenny I come Lewis. to see you, you're taking me to that and podcast. Club and we're gonna go see the Rio. Well, it's a it's a venue. Jenny Lewis is a musical act. She's this. She was the vocalist for Rilo Kylie, and um, so I saw her solo act there with my mom. Actually, I brought I took my mom because I'm chill like that. And then I, but the it's the Rio in Santa Cruz, California. What's up? Uh, but the, yeah, they have comedy as well, and that's why I started for Briggs. But there's hella stand up comedy everywhere around here, it's the freaking Bay Area. So, yeah, come on over. I fucking love that. Um, and um, I have, yeah, so they're going through the dad stuff, and we're I gonna have, have a comedian on our podcast within the next couple months because I asked Anthony Di Domenico, um, ooh. if he would come on. He did an episode of Jersey with me, he's probably gonna come on my podcast for this season, but I asked him if, uh, 
because eventually I want to do Chasing Amy, um, my favorite Kevin oh. Smith movie. And uh, oh. that's been his favorite movie for like forever. He's obsessed with that movie. So I asked him if he'd come on for that. And he's so funny. So um, awesome. They're picking me up. Hey, mother, look, we got a croquet set. Great job, Sweet Pea. He calls you mother? That's not creepy. Yeah, it's his choice. I'm gonna call you stepmother. It's more accurate. I've raised that child. Mom, I found a glove. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Good. What are you uh, studying in school? I'm learning about space and all the celestial objects and, you know, how there are planets and solar systems. And sometimes there could be, you know, multiple universes, but people don't know how to describe that yet. But it's a new theory and I'm so excited to see if they figure it out or not. Great. See you around. Okay. Why is he dressed like Colonel Sanders? He got to dress himself and that's what he chose. That's what the inside of his heart looks like. Be nice. Can you just be real for a second? If you just like met that dude like a CVS, you'd have a real problem with him. Can you just pretend to like him? I am pretending. Ooh, I like Tom's sweater. He's doing like the to catch a predator look. Amy! What? Amy, what's up? Hey, looking sharp. Looking sharp, man. Thanks. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. I was reading your article about how to talk your girlfriend into a three-way. You read that one? Yeah. Wow. Would you do that? No. No. Oh, that got off the table quick. Yeah. yeah. Let him do what he wants. You guys should make a sex tape. I would. Uh... I did the high school theater. I think I'd be pretty good. <laughs> Love it. I can't hear you. Sorry, before you say anything, I just want to say Justine is not mean, but in comedy world, this is you and me for sure. Like, the kid's like, I love that thing and that thing and that thing and that thing. And Justine's like, I fucking hate kids. And I'm like, that's the inside of his heart. I literally wrote Amy Schumer in the scene as me around kids when she's like, great. See you around. See you around. That's literally how I am around kids. I'm like, <laughs> okay. I think that's hilarious. You don't have to like them. As long as you don't make them and hate them, then you don't have to like them. I just literally never know how to act around kids. Um, well, nobody does unless they have, you know, have been around them, you know? It's like, it just comes with, sorry, I'm eating a waffle. I'm eating a cold, um, cold chocolate chip waffle because I needed some sort of food in my system. And guys, this is what I chose. <laughs> so we meet Kim and we just find out that, um, you know, they just talk about the nursing home situation with their dad and they're just like going through all of his stuff, whatever. Now we cut to my absolute favorite part of the movie. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Edit in John Cena's music. Dun, oh, I, dun, dun, dun. I can totally do that. I you can't totally... see me. My time is now. Um, AKA Steven. Um, like the dorkiest so name. I already said the Dolph Ziggler fun fact. Another fun fact about John Cena in this movie is the scene that we're just about to talk about right now. His girlfriend at the time, Nikki Bella, who is one of my all-time favorites. She just got inducted in the Hall of Fame this year. 
but they were together for a very, very, very long time. He actually proposed to her at WrestleMania in 2017, but he agreed to do this movie without asking her first. And she was very, very mad at him for doing the sex scene, the nude sex scene without talking to him, talking to her first. She was very jealous, very upset over it. Um, but then later, but then later on, she, cause, um, you know, there was a whole storyline about it on Total Divas. Okay. And then later on, she had come out about it and said that Amy, she went to the premiere with John and she said that Amy was very nice to her (laughs) and very respectful. And after she like met Amy, she was like cool with it and whatever, but she was very jealous at first. So, oh, I would hate it, girl. I would hate it. Like, it's one thing to be like, my guy does wrestling. He does this. He does that. You know what you're prepared for. But yeah, if if no one. Well, she wrestles too. Well, did. That's what I, that's what I mean. That's, that's what you're used to. So that's what you would expect. Anything new that your partner does, excuse excuse me, especially something public is going to be like, wait, why didn't you tell me? Like, it's just so that's, that's a totally normal reaction, normal reaction. And like, kudos to her for not being like, fuck Amy. She was like, but I am, Amy was really nice. (laughs) Like, she sounds like a reasonable human. Um, yeah, Nikki Bella is the best. So we um, get to see, oh. Just Did you have something else to like, say? Really quick. Yeah. He raps this himself, by the way. Didn't know that. Listen. Your time is up, my time is now. That's enough of that. We're going all night. I know, right? <laughs> These theme uh, songs are so long. Um, that, was, that was fun. That was really fun. And he's really hot. <laughs> he's okay. Randy Orton's way hotter. No, no, no. I like his energy. When I say he's really hot, I just mean like I'm really like I like oh, him. his. Uh, I'm not going to lie. This entire scene makes me so horny. I'm not like a bodybuilder so, um, person the way just, that you are. Let me just, I just like get a fucking... Okay, take a drink. What I was trying to say. By water, I mean wine. (laughs) It was water before Jesus touched it. It's fine. Um, (laughs) I was... I was just going to say, water is... Wine is water to just... (laughs) I was going to say, like, to me, someone that's hot, like, can be someone that just looks good. But usually it's, like, it's the whole Pete Davidson thing we were talking about. Like, it has to be a package. Like, no pun intended. But, like... Uh, like their their demeanor, the way they talk, the way they act, like that's when I'm like I have like, yeah exactly I'm attracted or whatever you want to call it I'm attracted to that. 
I do like John Cena, but his body is ridiculous. Like I would, I am not the bodybuilder type at all, like Justine. So I, I, I admire it. I just don't, whatever. The bodybuilder type. You like them. You're more, you, I dated a bodybuilder and she says to me oh. like forever, I show him his picture and she goes, eh, he's like, he looks weak. Like he's, he's no pecs. <laughs> didn't say he looks weak. Yeah. I said his pecs looked like shit. I don't give a shit. I just thought it was hilarious. Cause this guy like, like worked out his arms, but not his chest. Like uh, looks stupid. He was kind of, I think he was probably quite scrawny before he started working. I, out. I don't really remember. That's Anyways. Fine. Um, whatever. Johnson's the scene gone. turns me on mad hard so even though it shouldn't because it's supposed to be funny it's but it ridiculous. does so they're having sex well, his, john cena's it, I mean, like sex on know. top of her and amy asks him if uh they can like just do something different and if he can dirty talk to her and he's like amy no it's not something i do well i'm not very verbal i'm more physical with how i communicate you know <laughs> um i'm gonna sound stupid and then amy's like no babe you're gonna sound great and then john's like okay well, I'm going to give you my full pecker. Pecker's like my dick, you know? She's like, yeah, babe, I got it. And then John's like, I'm going to fill you with protein. I'm going to give you the protein you need to survive. I'm going to put my green drink in you, beta carotene and vegetables. And then Amy's like, can it not be about protein or energy or nutrition? Can we just talk about like sex stuff? Then John's like, all right, well, there's no I in team, but there's an I in win. Can't spell victory without T-R-Y. Winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. And then Amy's like, are these just like sports slogans? Like, is that Nike? Like, what is this? You won't just do it? So then this is another fun fact. So then John starts speaking Mandarin here. Fun fact, he actually can speak Mandarin. He must, right? Why else would this be in the movie? Like he that was his thing. John Cena is like a Kim Kardashian to me (laughs) in the way, obviously they're different. I know that. But I'm just saying in the the way that like they can't just chill. Like they have to always be doing something at once. Like John Cena was not only only on the road with wwe five days a week wrestling filming a movie at the same time uh doing god knows how many interviews and you know he was on a reality show at the time and then also learning how to speak mandarin but like kim's the same way like reality show business after business fly here fly here for appearances um has a million kids uh studying law like there's certain people that just have so Are much energy yeah and can do that and i'm envious of it that's all i'm gonna say yeah but, they're yeah. um i can't believe i can't think of her name she is the female star of of archer um african-american uh comedian damn it she was on friends she played charlie on friends oh yeah yeah, yeah. i know who you mean um, i don't know her name but i know who you mean uh i'm gonna she so she happens to live locally i think or she aisha tyler she she lives um locally or she used to so she used to be on my local radio station all the time and she would just go on about the list of projects she was doing like at one time and and they would be like that seems like a lot she's like you know that's just how i function like you know some people are function that way and like good for them i don't but uh kudos (laughs) I wish I was one of those people, but right. I've accepted it. It's fine. I know I am who I am. 
Um, so after he by the sailor man, after he starts speaking Mandarin, she's like, no, 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 like she doesn't call him John because his name's Stephen. I'm just getting really into it, (laughs) thinking about it. My bad. She's like, tell me, just tell me about the first time you saw me. He's like, oh, that's easy. I remember it like it was yesterday. (laughs) I was just getting done at the gym. You were in that pizza place, remember? And you're holding on to that box. You walked out. And man, like those jeans, they look so good on you from behind. And she's like into it. She's like, yeah, yeah. yeah." And he's like, and from behind, from behind, you looked like a dude. And then he comes. He says it while he's coming. She's like, she's like, what? And then I love him here. He's like, don't move. Do not move. Uh, You're moving uh, your arm. Fudge ripple ice cream. <laughs> no, it's so nerdy. Like he's like, and then you, everyone knows that sensation after. Yeah, like, that's when a guy like blows his load. Like everyone knows that sensation. So I just that's such a thing to put into like a guy movie. You know what I mean? That right. would be something that's in like a Seth Rogen movie or something. So. Definitely that's make what, making that's... fun of the male orgasm for sure. Instead yeah. of yeah. Um, but that, this is where um John Cena gets up and he takes a drink of water. He's like, gotta stay hydrated. But his body is it not in like his legs don't even look like they're attached to his body in he this scene because like he's so cut like he's like a baby dinosaur or something like a you giant could see baby like dinosaur. he has like zero percent body fat like you could see every little cut yeah it's 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 a little that's what i'm saying it's too much for me as a person i find him hot but if i were to encounter someone like that i would probably be truly terrified like no matter how nice they were like i'd get used to it but i don't know i don't know i don't know be hard no pun intended (laughs) um right so they fuck and then um and then and then uh she goes to do her article correct well first yeah we have to mention we do see a towel hanging from his dick so you do see him naked except for like the actual... literally everything except for the deck because you see the like, whole backside looks like plenty. Stripper, yeah yeah you see everything except the actual it'd be like a female being naked except like just her areolas and like her clit were covered like i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> literally literally um yeah so um so then she goes to see her dad in his assisted oh, living right. facility she and dad. so He's arguing with an older man in this scene. The older man yes. is a man named Norman Lloyd. Um, I, as far as I know, he's still alive. Oh, he was a hundred years old at the time of the filming of this movie. Wow! Well, he's, so, he's a Mick Jagger of sorts, except twenty-three years ahead. So there's a really funny scene that I twenty-eight years. Uh, that I love right here where it's the two of them and they're watching uh, baseball on the TV because the dad in the movie is a huge uh, New York Mets fan. And, um, and Norman Lloyd's character, what's, I think his name is just Norm in the movie. Yeah. Um, so. He's going off about how great of a baseball player Babe Ruth was. He was the greatest of all time. He was the Superman of, uh, you know, baseball back then. And, um, Amy Schumer's dad is like, how can he be a Superman when he's never even played against a black guy? And then he's like, 
well, what does black and white have to do with it? And then he says a line where he's like, any 12-year-old in the Dominican Republic could beat beat Babe Ruth right now. And I just thought that was so funny. That's why I love the dad in this scene, because he's being so honest. He's like, you can't you can never say that he's the greatest of all time because I don't know. he never had to play a black guy, which is the truth. It is um, true. So, anyways, um, Amy's there to visit, and the dad tells her that after 7 p.m., it's like the friggin' Playboy mansion in here. Like everybody's fucking the Viagra. Viagra. She's like, Are you serious? And then, like I said, he's a big uh, New York Met fan, so he asks if she had brought any of his Met stuff, and she's like, "No, Kim made me throw it away, whatever." So then yeah, we cut she made to you. her going to see Aaron Connors, Doctor Aaron Connors, aka Bill Hader, and I guess Sarah has a clip. Uh, I have never uh, been interviewed for a magazine. Hey, uh, hey, LeBron. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Did I leave my sunglasses here? I, I don't know. Did you? No, I was sitting. Oh, here they are. Who? Did you just drive 40 minutes back here to look at your sunglasses? <laughs> yeah, of course. You think I'm gonna give Sunglass Hut another $30 for these? You crazy? Hey, how you doing? Hi. Wait, your watch costs more than my apartment. Oh, this thing? Oh, that was a gift. We're watching Downton Abbey later? Uh, if I get out of here on time, yeah, we could watch it. If not, we'll do it tomorrow. What? Listen, I'm watching it tonight because I'm not gonna go to practice in the morning and all the guys are talking about it and I'm left out. Well, hey, do what you gotta do. All right. Can you uh, validate my parking, please? I don't validate. You should talk to Cheryl. Okay. All right. Take care. Nice meeting you. Bye, LeBron. Right. Thanks, buddy. Cheryl, can you validate my parking, please? Paul. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Did you know who that was? The basketball player. He's LeBron James. He's kind of like the basketball player. Oh, yeah. I think I saw one of his soda commercials. Yeah. Do you follow sports? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Anyway. No, she doesn't follow sports. We already know I, that. I love this scene so much. It's you fabulous. Really, you really drove for 40 minutes back just for this. I'm not, you think I'm going to get sunglasses out of another $30 <laughs> for these? It's so foreshadowing to this character later on. Right. Um, oh, and, and, you, do you mean, it, sorry, do you mean um, the LeBron frontation and the LeBron frontation part two, as I've yes. called them in my clips? Yes. So, um, it's funny that LeBron James is in this movie. I don't know if this was on purpose or not. Actually, I read that another NBA player was originally cast to do this movie and then LeBron wanted to do it. So obviously they gave it to LeBron because it's LeBron. And I don't even remember who the other player was. Um, anyways, I don't know if this was intentional or not, but the movie is set in New York. Um, he's mainly the sports doctor for the New York Knicks. It's all New York Knicks stuff in this movie. So it's really ironic that LeBron's in it because people from New York fucking hate LeBron James because he like teased that he wanted to play for New York and everyone thought oh. he was coming and then he just was kind of like, fuck you. Um, and it's this like big thing. If, Anthony will know because Anthony's a huge Knicks fan. He's from New York. But um Do you think that's what the the Alex Rodriguez joke was about later? Or do people just hate A-Rod? Um well, if they're Knicks fan or sorry, if they're Mets no. fans, then they wouldn't like the Yankees. No, no, no. I just meant like 
hating an athlete because they were on the wrong team. I was just wondering if like that could have been like a nod yeah, yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a similar type of thing. But anyways, yeah. I just didn't know if this like LeBron thing was intentional or not. Either way, it's fucking hilarious and I love him in this movie. So um so after he asked her if she watches sports and she's like, well, I follow like the smaller teams, you know, like uh, not not the big ones. He's like, OK, like what? And she's like the Long Island mediums, the acorn <laughs> pine cones, the fire, the fire island penguins, the Cincinnati thunder wizards. My, my personal favorite one, the Orlando blooms. <laughs> <laughs> so finally she admits that she knows nothing about sports and Aaron is like oh neither did I until I like got the job as a doctor and Amy's like you know like sports are so weird like wearing another man's name on your jersey like that's just weird and it's just funny and th and then she points and then he's like <clears throat> and he points to his back wall behind her where he has a framed jersey and he's like read yeah, the room, like a basically Rangers jersey but she's like, but that's different because it's in a frame. <laughs> like she's not even trying. Yeah, and then she's um, very judgy. He says that he believes that sports brings people together and forms a community. Which I believe that. I agree I with him. Believe, I believe the hell out of that. I don't even. I'm not. I wouldn't call myself a sports fanatic. Like I don't have a team except for based on like my geography. But I'll go to sports events, and I would never be like, this is lame. Like. If I'm at a sports event or like a party watching sports and there's not like another place to be, I would never like not be cognizant of what was going on in the game or like respectful of the fact that people give a shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, it's so rude. It's like saying, I understand it's a movie and the whole point is that she's being narrow sighted, but it would be like going into a room to be like, <laughs> people that read books are like, <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you don't read books. Do like they're fucking they're nerds right oh my god you're a nerd oh my god i'm so sorry <laughs> like it would be the same thing it's just fucking rude yeah it's incredibly rude but yeah it's a, it's a comedy so of but and it's also very um real because mm -hmm. i know a lot of girls who think like this they're just like uh sports are so dumb people who like sports are so dumb da, 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 da. so yeah. it's another it's another reason why the movie is so incredible because you get you get from the two main characters bill Hader and amy schumer you get the one side from her sports are so dumb and then you get his side like <laughs> sports are actually cool they bring people together and that's why I you know what i mean so right but also i guess he doesn't really have any flaws in this movie does he is that the flaw of this movie that he has no flaws bill Hader's character yeah oh he has flaws girl okay tell me Towards the end I'll, we'll get into them so then this is my other favorite scene of the whole movie besides the john cena naked scene that was is good. it the movie theater scene because i have it yes it's fucking hilarious okay everybody so you i literally wrote this down word for word <laughs> you have it well do you want to you could read it i don't have to play it mm. I want I need you to play it because it's the most <laughs> incredible thing. But before you do, I have another okay. fun fact. Okay. So they go to see a movie with Daniel Radcliffe from Harry Potter, of course. And he's like the movie's stupid. It's him and Marissa Tomei, and he's smoking <laughs> a cigarette and walking like a hundred dogs. So it's called the dog walker. The dog walker. So 
At the time when they were filming this, there was a really famous paparazzi picture that had gone viral, and it was Daniel Radcliffe with all the dogs smoking a cigarette, and <laughs> people were like wondering why he had so many dogs and stuff. That's hilarious! And people I didn't, didn't realize that. that it was like the set of the movie, and um, this was the movie. So well, that's a uh, fun fact. Okay, can I just say that that explains a lot for me because as someone excuse me, who is now really, really obsessed with sound quality and audio. I'm sorry. I just, like, I have a burp in me. Can I just, Justine, like, okay, sorry. Um, So, <laughs> I had to burp. You know what? You can't talk because it feels like your chest's going to fall out. Um, So, that's so funny that you say that because I was wondering, I know this is supposed to be an indie film, but how did they film it? Because when you hear, and you'll hear it in this clip, when you hear what the actual film is, like the, the dialogue, the silly dialogue between Harry Potter and Marissa Tomei, there's like this background noise, which is just the air. So they must have just filmed this on like someone's fucking phone or something. Or like a handheld camera. Yeah, like obviously that part was not a big, a big no. thing. If if people saw him just walking around and didn't see and like a big a, set, you know, if someone had a little camera on them, they'd be like, "Well, yeah, he's like a little Radcliffe. Of course, they have a camera on him, and that's fucking Marissa Tomei. How'd they end up together? I need to know. I would, I'd be the same, except I wouldn't because I, um, I would want to seem cool. But, okay, um, so other one more question before you start the clip. Sure. Is Daniel Radcliffe hot? Sometimes yes, no. Sometimes now ish maybe, but sometimes he borders on creepy. If he has muscle and a little bit of a tan, sure. But if he's skinny, skinny and too white, absolutely not. Is it weird that I thought him standing there with the cigarette was hot? No, because he's got that bad boy vibe and he's got that like. I think like I'll give I know a this shoot. is a very problematic opinion, but I think guys who smoke are hot. I just think there's something so fucking hot about it. I don't really know if it's problematic as it as much as it is like a total aspect of popular culture. Like I hear you, James Dean. Hello, let's not all pretend, okay? All right, here we go. <laughs> little bit of the movie, little bit of the movie, and then the real movie inside the movie inside the movie, which is. Um, John Cena trying to fight with someone in the... <laughs> okay. I would love to be the one to help you with your dog. What's your technique? Well, I put him on a leash and walk him. You talk a big game. That's because I walk a big dog. She looks little. Amy. But she's not. What's up? Is that wine in a box? Mm-hmm. I've read too. You've read too. Oh, yeah. Is this guy ever going to shut up? Mm, please watch the movie. Oh. Stop. No, that's not right. Don't do this to me. Why is he yelling? Listen, you always do this to me. You you show up to these places. You put me in a situation. I'm a big guy. Everybody wants to fight. The yeah, big guy. you are. Hey, uh, Mark Wahlberg, shut your bitch up. Are Mark. You... Mark Wahlberg. Me? Who else looks like Mark Wahlberg? Your girl? Mark Wahlberg's like 150 pounds. I'm 250 lean. I look like Mark Wahlberg ate Mark Wahlberg. Your muscles aren't a fucking problem. Do you it's even your live? yapping girlfriend. Just say fuck you. Yeah. I will fuck you, all right? I will enter you. You're gonna, you're gonna enter me? Did you hear what he said? 
What are you talking about right now? I'm just trying to intimidate You're just talking about raping him. You're not about that life, champ. I can see it. Oh, I am about that no, life. No, no, no. I will get crazy up in here. You like movies? We'll make a movie. Oh, God. I, we'll make Mama Say Knock You Out, starring my fist in your dick hole. Oh, shit. What the fuck is wrong with this dude? He wants you. Babe, your threats, I'm telling you, they're super gay. Too sexual? Yeah. This has to be the corniest muscle white dude I've ever seen in my fucking life. Okay, Coco, beware. You know what? You're being an asshole, all right? You know what I do with assholes? I lick them. Okay. Uh, what the okay. He wants to fuck you. Okay? Literally the funniest part of the whole movie. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg's like 150 pounds. I'm like 250 lean. I look like Mark Wahlberg. Ate Mark Wahlberg. Amazing. Okay, first of all, when he says that, like, you can't do this because everybody wants to fight the big guy. Yeah. So true. Absolutely. I so mean, fucking I, true. No experience, but I can imagine it being true. Like, it makes sense. Like, Randy Orton, who's my personal favorite rest, like male wrestler, hottest fucking guy in the world, in my opinion. <laughs> um, Way hotter than John Cena. Way better body, too. He, like... He went through a time, and John Cena started in WWE around the same time, but he went through a time where he was, like, getting into a lot of, like, bar fights and stuff, and a lot of people are like, who the fuck would want to fight him? Like, he's huge. He's, like, he's taller than Cena. He's, like, 6'5", and it's, like, because guys want to fight the big guy all the time. Like, they want to. Why does the small lion want to fight the big lion? Oh, no. Law of the jungle. Right? But, Sorry. like, why, though? Like, you know, you're going to get your ass kicked. I don't know. I it's, get, like, well, on dominant. season two of Floribama Shore. Like, it's one of the first episodes. Uh, you might know, but your adrenaline and your, like, hormones and shit are convincing you that you can and must beat them or else you'll die. Like, that's the basic, that's the most basic emotion we have. So if you can't differentiate from, like, I'll die to, like, this is embarrassing are from then you're fucked you will get hit by the big guy <laughs> sorry yeah no i was just gonna say on floribama shore there's um a scene i think it's like season two um where they're like everyone knows who they are at this point you know what i mean so there's like crowds around the bars they go to just like jersey shore and uh they're going into the bar and someone on the on the patio yells jeremiah you're a goof jeremiah you're a little bitch mm. and it's like Obviously, you want to fight Jeremiah because he's fucking huge. He is huge. <laughs> but it's the same thing. Anyways, um, another fun fact is that John Cena calls the guy Coco Beware. And that's also a former WWE wrestler. So another I knew it. To... I knew it had to be a reference. I had no idea what it was. <laughs> so I just waited for you to tell WWE. me. Um, so I love when he says, you're being an asshole right now. You know what I do to assholes? I lick them. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Amy decides to go outside and get high. Um, while she is getting high, John Cena, AKA Steven goes through her phone Damn. and he comes back and he's like, Amy, can I ask you something? Like who's Brody? Who's Ollie? Oh, who's this guy? Lissa's hot as balls. Who the hell's hot as balls? <laughs> she's laughing and he's like, Not why funny. are you laughing right now? And she's like, 
why are you doing this to me? Like, why do you have my phone? Whatever. So um, he gets up and he leaves the theater and she runs after him and she's like, you're being crazy. He's like, am I being crazy though? Like, have you been hooking up with other guys? And she basically admits that she has. And then it, there's this whole like really funny thing. Well, she's like kind of like, yeah, like it, it, they never had a discussion. I mean, you can think she's an asshole, but at the same time, she does seem genuinely confused. She's, She's like, like, oh, we you... never had that talk if we were exclusive. He's like, yeah. are we in high school? I didn't know we had to have this talk. And I mean, you do, though. <laughs> don't you? I would have. Don't... Well, I mean, unless you were, like, so in love that you were. Sp- like, she and Bill Hader, if they wouldn't have had to have the talk. But, like, with her and John Cena, they don't see each other frequently enough that it seems Re, I guess that she genuinely didn't know that he saw her as any kind of a girlfriend or anything like that. Like I, my only point is it's ignorance, not um her going out of her way. That's all. My, yeah. That's my only point. Yeah. So there's this just whole like really funny sequence with him where he's like, the funny thing is, I was gonna ask you to marry me. She's like, really? I didn't even think you liked me. And to then my point. <laughs> he's like, yeah. And then, you know, he's obviously his character is the big stereotypical juice head. So he has this whole thing about him wanting to start a CrossFit business with her and have two boys and then two more boys and, uh, you oh, know, boys. have this like empire with her. And, and she's, yeah. she's looking at him and she's like, you know, I thought it was every guy's dream that you would want a girl that wants to hook up with other girls. He's like, you know, it's not this guy's dream, Amy. So they unfortunately break up because he is extremely funny. Well, and what we have here is the failure to communicate. Neither of them actually told each other what they thought of this relationship or what they wanted. But she is really mean because he's like spilling his heart out in this moment. She's really mean. She's like, can you just leave? Yeah, she's (laughs) a cunt in the scene. She's like... And she's like, I'm just too high to deal with this. Like, if he were some stranger giving her shit, she's like, I'm really high right now, and I just need this interaction to be over. And he, and then he just says, like, like, fuck you, Amy. Yeah, yeah. He's just being like, I don't give a. She's just being like, I don't give a shit, and he responds appropriately. But at the same time, it's not okay. Like the way she treated it wasn't okay. But then again, if she really didn't think it was anything other than a hookup. I guess like they really never talked about it. It's definitely weird that he's like, I have a ring. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So anyways, anyway, anyway, um, now Amy and her sister Kim go to brunch at Alice's teacup. My God. I love this part. Which is a, um, much reference like spot on place. real housewives of New York. Um, so oh, Amy orders them mimosas, but Kim doesn't want one. And then obviously she finally admits that she's pregnant. Amy's like, literally gives my reaction. She's like, fuck. Kim's like, say congratulations. Yeah, but that's mean. If I said I were pregnant, you would be fucked. Just kidding. I love you. You know, like you wouldn't be mean. I don't think. Are you going to be mean when I'm pregnant? Mm. Two years? <laughs> She's not, ladies what? and gentlemen. She talks what if our podcast is like she talks a big what game. if our podcast is like huge and we're making like 
thousands of dollars touring around North America doing live shows. Why can't I tour? Why would I have to stop touring? Because people want to see us get drunk together. And that's part of our thing. So that's why you have staff. Also, people will love me by then. And I'll just bring someone on stage to drink for me. And that'll be funny. But people want to see you get drunk. Then they can wait till I pop a baby out. Okay, fair enough. I'm worth it. Um, I'll get drunk the next day, guys. I'll be like Amy (laughs) on Floor Bimashore. I'm like, and I'll just drink for her. So Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly fucking it. You be Amy. I'll be Nilsa. We'll be fine. All right. All right. So, um, So basically, Kim's pregnant, and then it cuts to them telling their dad at the nursing home he's excited there's like a whole thing where he's like i can't believe i'm finally gonna be get to grandfather and she's like well you always kind of were one you and already then, are a grandpa alistair and, and he's, oh, like, yeah, he's alistair. like no well that's kind of like your kid that you take care of it's different when it's biological and it's this whole thing it's really funny Ste- yeah like, to be clear alistair is Tom's son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Previous uh, Brie Larson's stepson. And, uh, but as she said, I raised that kid. And and that is her kid. Like, I, I can relate to this. Like, I did not adopt any children. But if I did, or if I raised a fucking kid and I was married to their dad, I'd be like, yeah, that's my fucking kid. Like, and I have a lot of friends that have adopted children. So, like, I, did, I just, like, it's, it's like that fierceness is real. You don't insult that. That's actually incredibly, incredibly mean. <laughs> Yeah, I get it, but and then there's like you know, like I but said, he's this old. Whole, he's this old whole movie is like a mess. This whole movie is like a stand up, and there's like a really funny part where he's yeah. like, "Amy's the one that said the kid pisses in a urine and a urinal," and then uh, Amy's like, "No, no, no, Sit. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I, I said he pee. I said he sits when he pees." And the dad's like, "Yeah, yeah, she said that. It's funny." And then Amy's like, "No," and then you know, obviously Kim's pissed and she storms off. And then Norm's sitting there, Norm, and he goes, so that's your wife? <laughs> really funny. <laughs> hashtag Team Kim, hashtag Norm's pretty funny. Hashtag I can't believe Norm was 100. Norm, you're my hero. I hope yes. his, name's, his name's gotta be Norm. His like, name's Norman the, Lloyd in real life. I know, but in the so movie, it's, na- it's gotta movie, be his, Norm. Yeah, in the movie, his name's just Norm. Um, um, cut to Pete Davidson. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> right here you should play the song pete davidson by ariana grande okay she has a song called pete davidson okay talk to me what happens okay so this was just like he's only in it for literally two minutes and it's so weird because this was like before he had any tattoos or anything you know he's a little baby he just looks so different um the first time I ever even heard of Pete Davidson was the Justin Bieber roast. Really? Yeah. Uh, definitely from Ariana Grande. I won't play the whole thing. It's really short. She's so pretty.
Look at my mind yeah. No better place all the time yeah. How they align yeah. Universe must have my back Up from the sky into my lap And yeah. I know you know that you must own me gonna lie i really like that <laughs> that's good the okay. ending is really cute anyways um so she's talking to um dr aaron bill Hader about uh his charity doctors without board well the charity that he does work for which will come up later on in the movie and yes pete davidson is kind of laying in the thing there he's treating her while she's interviewing him and um she asks Pete Davidson's character. He doesn't have a name. He's just Pete Davidson. He's, she's like, like, she's like, I, so yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Like, so was your story? Are you like a Division One athlete or something? He's like, no, no, no. But I was in the Xbox game I was playing. <laughs> then I got up and I tripped over my bong, and that's, that's why I'm why. here. And then she's like, "Are you high right now?" And then he's like, <laughs> "Okay." Sorry, just for the what super the fans. You have to make for Doctors of Borders. Without, without borders. It's doctors without borders. All right. Yeah, no, it's doctors without borders. Really a good organization. Uh, basically, we go to places with the most conflict, places with biggest disasters, and we go in and help people. So you help people by choice, and that's like what you like. Yeah, it's <laughs> great work. It's very rewarding helping these people. Wow. What's your story? Are you like a Division One athlete or something? No, me? No, no. Uh, I was on the Xbox that I was playing, and then I got really high and tripped on my bond. Are you high? Yeah. <laughs> wow. So high. <laughs> Love it. Um, that was fun. He. Okay. Why he is Pete Davidson so hot? Voice, attitude, BDE. Yeah, Julie and I had, like, a whole conversation about how he's, like, neither of our types at all whatsoever, but we both would do, like, anything to fuck him. He reminds like, me of, to be TBH, he reminds me of my first love, like, in, because he's sort of, like, gangly and goofy, but then he talks and you're out, you're like, <gasps> like, deep voice and just, like, conviction and just, like, I kind of don't give a fuck and he's a wild card. And she's like, do his random shit. That's, anyway, that's what it does it for me. Or did. Anyway. <laughs> He's so fucking fine. I don't know. There's just like something about him. It's like. That's what I'm saying. I never got it until I heard him talk. So for me, I know it has to do with at least that, that him actually like talking and expressing himself. And like, I saw him on the Justin Bieber roast and I was like. Oh yeah. Who is this man? And then I remember you telling me about that. I saw a few of his stand-ups and his stand-ups are so funny. And then I don't know, he's just been getting like better and better looking. And then um well, he's, he's in the new up. Suicide Squad movie. Mm. Mm. I swear <laughs> to God, I've never met any gay guy or straight female that does not want to fuck him. Yeah, not one person that's like, like point. i i've never talked can to get anybody wait, any ask, person wait, he wants wait, wait, wait. I have, i'm gonna ask my friend um can we take um, like a five minute break absolutely that gives us time to pee and i can ask my friend if they 
I think Pete Davidson is hot. I want to pee and smoke a cigarette. Is that okay? Of course. Take your time, babe. And it's 11-11 my time, so make a wish <gasps> make in a your wish. head. Okay. Five. My amazing friends. I just wanted to mention while Justine is still taking care of her smoke break that we would love more than anything for you to go on to our uh, Apple podcast page at Coast to Coast Cocktails and leave us a review, a five-star review, please, with some words, a rating and review. Please subscribe. Every time we get not just a rating, but an actual review, it helps our algorithm so much. It makes us shoot up a little bit more every time in Apple Podcasts. And I understand not everybody uses Apple and I totally get it. But wherever you can leave us a review, please do if you really love the show. Um, and not only that, but if you let us know, if you DM us and just say, hey, that's my screen name and I this is the review I left, you can screenshot it. We will absolutely send you free merch. I have a few packages ready to send in my car for some And What Did We Learn fans um, that have already left reviews for my show. Um, Justine is offering the same for leaving reviews for Did I Make That Up? And definitely for Coast to Coast Cocktails. Any or all of the above, if you feel genuine about it and you want to leave a five-star review, please do. Not only would we love you forever and shout you out, but we would definitely, we will definitely, definitely send you free merch. And honestly, you could DM us and be like, can we be on the show? And at this point, yes, you absolutely can. So get in while the going's hot. Please leave us, leave us reviews. Honestly, the first person who leaves us a positive five-star review, I will like, shout you out for the next 10 episodes and you can like be like honorary executive producer that is how much i will value you leaving us a five-star review so whoever does it first your producer for the freaking month okay all right okay love you and thanks everybody back to the show so pete davidson makes us so fucking hot and heavy that we just had to take a quick little break yeah did you know, though, Justine, that I promoted us during the break? <laughs> okay, good. I just told everybody to um, please leave reviews. Because review I need a subscribe. little refresher after thinking about P. Davidson. Um, I decided that I'm going to crack open one of these Watermelon White Claws new flavor. Ooh, and it's so cute because it's like the green and the pink. And then it has the green um, little tab. tab. Yeah, so. Green tab. I last time we recorded, I tried like the raspberry white claw, and it gave me PTSD of uh, drinking raspberry Smirnoff. So let's uh, see how this one <laughs> the last time when you threw it. I had this. Um, That's good. Yay! That one, one tastes more white clawy than the other one. If that makes sense. Um. Sure, like closer to like the, that, or the original that one, taste. That one, yes, that one tastes like it deserves to be in the yeah. I get you. Pack I the other you. one doesn't really taste like a white claw. Sure, one of these things is not like the other. I get it. Um, <laughs> Everyone's like, okay, Justine. Shall no, I, I feel you. The movie. No, the movie is beloved by people that I'm sure drink white claw. I was actually gonna say my own tangent. That I tried a new like wine seltzer recently that was pretty good. It was called Del Sol, and it mm -hmm. was black cherry wine spritzer. And it was like fairly organic. I mean, 
not not technically, but I mean, it was really just like straightforward wine and like soda water, etc. Um, and it was uh, black cherry or black. Yeah, I think it was cherry flavored and it was really good. And it didn't make me it wasn't syrupy sweet like on Mike's hard lemonade. It was like a white claw where it has like that refreshing taste to it. It does. Mm-hmm. It's not like a fucking sugar bomb where you're like, well, I'm going to get sick after this. Um, so yeah, I would, and it was only 90 calories. So I'd recommend it if it's sold where you find your alcohol. Send me a peck and I'll try to find one. I shall I'll try it. Um, okay. okay yes. So moving on to our next scene, we're still at the beginning of the movie. Aaron, <laughs> Dr. Aaron Connors, AKA Bill Hader showing Amy around the rehab facility um she's doing her article on him and then there's a part where he shows her like this treadmill thing where you know you hook up all the things to them and you see right and she collapses when she she so he makes her run and then she gets out of breath and she falls over and she's like i'm so sorry i'm just lightheaded i haven't eaten much oh you have this clip i call this clip amy's snack (laughs) Look at me. Deep breath in. Blow it out like you're blowing a birthday candle. That's good. That's good. Slow, slow it down. Slow it down. You're just hyperventilating. You're all right. You're okay. You just take your time. You all right? I'm hungry. Okay. I haven't eaten much today. Okay. I like basically like Lay's potato chips. Like stopped in Starbucks, had like one red velvet, like yogurt, and like two scones, and they were like super small, and then just some Chipotle. But that stuff, you know, like runs yeah. through you. So you had breakfast, lunch, and a snack. Yeah. That's okay. It. <laughs> well, let's go get some food. Yeah. 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 Well, let's do that. Anyway, sorry, I just love that part, so I had to capture mm-hmm. the audio. Um, so they decide to go out for dinner and while they're at dinner, he's just like babbling on to her about his parents and, you know, just going off about his childhood. And then he just stops and he's like, wait, this is off the record. Can this not be in the article? And she's like, well, by the way, like you have to say that beforehand, just joking around with him, you know? Yeah. And then he tells her that he's read her articles before and whatever. And she's embarrassed. And she says to him, like, you know, that's not who I am. Like, I, I can write other stuff, but this is just the the stupid things that this magazine asked me for. It's kind of like a cute, their first kind of cute, like, intimate moment. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, okay, well, do you want to get a drink, like, off the record, just us? And she says, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then he calls for the check, and then they have a really cute and where he's like, check, and he does the, like, oh, yeah, check thing. Hard. And then she looks at him, and she's like, don't do the symbol and yell. You have to do one or the other. He's like, what do you mean? And then she shows him like, check with the thing. And then he's now like, okay, I'll word. try it. Check. And he does yeah. it. It's really cute. So then it cuts to them sitting in like just a dive bar together. And he's, they're both clearly drunk. He's telling her about his first kiss. Um, while he's talking, the lights come on at the bar. I feel like we've all been there where you're either with your friends or a guy or you know and you're just having so much fun and then the lights come on and you just get that feeling like I don't want the night to end yeah you know? boo. 
um, it the scene like gives you that feeling so much you're like no I want to hear the rest of the story you know right um, but so they they they, get... <laughs> they go outside yeah they get up and they stumble in a taxi together and then um if you want to like maybe come by tomorrow or you something. coming oh you going downtown Sweet. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> hi, sorry. Uh, two stops. Uh, just one stop. You want to give him your address? Spring in Washington. <laughs> right, so this is where I live. Uh, pretty sweet. Um, do you want a drink or anything? No, thanks. No? Alright. Um, this is the kitchen. Um, it's a pretty sweet place. I've been here for about a year. Uh, you know what? Let's get some tunes on in this place. Holy shit. Hi. We're gonna do this now? We are gonna do this now. Okay, that's. Is that okay? That's cool. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. Wait. Do you own this place? Are you renting? I, uh, I own it. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, we're doing this like right now. We are doing this right now. Wow, we are off to the races. It is happening. Uh, okay. All right. That's nice. Oh, oh man. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh. Wow, good for you. Yeah. Oh, this thank is, you. I didn't see this for you. Oh, yeah? Mm hmm. Mm. Yes. No, I'm not gonna stay here. I just, I, you have an early day, I bet. Oh no, it's fine. Are you comfortable? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's like my favorite part of the movie. Wake up in the morning feeling like Pete hey, Grab my glasses, I'm out the door. I'm gonna hit this city Let's before go. I leave. Brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack. Cause when I leave for the night, I ain't coming back. I'm talking pedicure on our toes, toes. Trying on all our clothes, clothes. Boys blowing up our phones, phones. Drop top and playing our favorite CDs. Pulling up to the parties. Trying to get a little bit tipsy.
Jagger. I'm talking about everybody getting drunk. Boys try to touch my junk. Gonna smack him if he getting too drunk. Drunk. Nah, nah, we go until they kick us out. The police shut us down. Down. Police shut us down. Down. Police shut us down. Don't stop. Don't stop.